Hey friends, it's James. I want to thank everybody who's participated so far. Uh, this has been amazing to keep my mind off of the quarantine and all the terrible things happening in the world. Uh, this has just been not as good as a regular tournament, but you know, it's what we got. As fun as it would be to continue to edit everything like who wants to be a millionaire that got irritating about halfway through me finishing that podcast because I had to hear it a hundred times so we're gonna switch it up a little bit today and we're just gonna go regular game show seven friends sent answers this time so we will whittle that down to four by the time this podcast is over We'll start with the first question. Which is a nickname I've never gone by? A. Yeems. B. Jim. C. Ned Moraz. D. James Wayne. I'm going to go with Jim. That would be Jim. B. Jim. I'm going to say Yeems. No, that one's... Nah, I'll say Yeems. Ned Mraz seems ridiculous, but it seems so ridiculous. Like, how would he have come up with it for this if it didn't happen? I think Jim. I have a hard time imagining anyone calling you Jim. I picked C, Ned Mraz. B, Jim. The correct answer is Jim. I was named James when I was born. There are about six or seven Jameses on either side of my family. My dad's dad was named James, went by JC. My mom's uncle was named James, he went by Jim. He had a son who named after himself, who went by Jimmy. He also had a son who he named after himself, who he named James. He also had a daughter that they called JC. So basically, every form of James that could exist was taken, which is a big reason why I go by James now. But Jim is something I've never gone by. Yeems is uh, what the kitchen guys at Interurban used to call me because they were Guatemalan, and that was easier than saying James. Yeems. Ned Moraz. Oh, God. How do I start? So when we were in Orlando for CMA, we stopped by Walmart, and Chris and I bought these weird straw hats. I ended up bringing it home with me. It was goofy. And the hat became a sort of summer staple when we would go to the swimming pool. It took on a life of its own. And I came up with this character named Ned Moraz, uh, the older brother of more famous Jason Moraz. Uh, Ned used to brag that he taught Jason everything he knows. He would always bring six packs of Keystone Light, and hunt for girls who were freshly 18. I have no idea how this even happened. I sound ridiculous even telling this story. But Ned just kind of came about and was part of our lives. I still have the hat. When all of this is over, maybe Ned will come back. And uh, if you listened to the podcast last time, you know that I did go by James Wayne, sort of. Um, begrudgingly, because they named me that. What is my favorite color? I would go red. I think it's orange, based on uh, Ray-Ban selections of our friendship. Blue, but I'm not sure about that one. I was also going to say red. Maybe some shade of blue might be the thing. 
I wanted to say something blue, like a thunder blue, but I know that James is too bougie for anything. So general, so I'm going to say salmon. Green. Blue was a good guess. A lot of people said blue. I do like the color blue, but my favorite color is the same color of my two favorite teams, and that's red for Nebraska and Oklahoma, even though scarlet is better than crimson. Fight me. What was the name of my childhood dog? A. Shadow. B. Edgar. C. Rex. D. Piper. This is tough. I think it's Piper, um, but I'm not sure. I think it's Piper. Shadow A. I'm going to say Rex. That's a nice homie dog name. Yeah. Um, your childhood dog was named Shadow, and I am sure Shadow was a really wonderful dog. I was stuck between Shadow and Rex. My favorite A, Shadow. A, Shadow. So three of those are human names-ish, um, and I generally don't like dogs that have human names. No offense to anyone who has a dog that has a human name. I'm just kidding, I love you, Daphne. But uh, when we got this dog, um, he was very quiet, and we took him for a walk, and he stayed right next to me, and my mom said, it looks like he's your shadow. That was the moment we decided to uh, rescue him. And also, you know, Homeward Bound. Everybody watched Homeward Bound. Shadow was the, the leader. So Shadow was a great name, and Shadow was my dog. I miss him. Name one of the women from my failed relationships. Anna. Anna. Anna, yeah. I, that's the only one I remember. Yeah, there were many. <laughs> Could I get bonus points for naming them all? but um, I'm going to go with, with Heather on this one. <laughs> uh, let's just go with Heather. Um, it looks like maybe you dated a girl named Anna. You, sir, are a glutton for punishment. Charlotte was your most recent Delilah. Taryn? All correct answers. Don't really want to get into it any further. At which restaurant have I not worked? A, in Urban, B, Packards, C, Barrios, D, Red Robin. I'm gonna guess Red Robin. That would be Red Robin. Red Robin. I'm gonna guess Barrios. <laughs> I think you have not worked at Red Robin. I can't imagine you working at Red Robin, although I would love to imagine it. Uh, D. Red Robin. Red Robin. The correct answer is D. Red Robin. Um, I did work for Red Rooster. I did that to kind of throw some of you off. I started working at an urban immediately following uh, the daily, and then I moved to Packards, and then I got fired from Packards. So I worked at Barrios for 90 days, 
which was as long as I had to wait before Packards could rehire me. Long story short, definitely told the manager that if she didn't like my attitude, she could just fire me. So she did. I did not blame her. But about two or three days later, everyone kind of thought maybe it was an overreaction and we could have handled it differently. But rules are rules, so I had to wait 90 days. We're to Barrios. Had a lot of great experiences and met some great people. I would not uh, do it any differently. Well, maybe not get fired, but I'm thankful for those days that I spent at Barrios. Uh, Red Robin was a restaurant really close to Interurb, and when I worked there, we ate there a lot, and there was a girl named Taylor that we met who worked there. <laughs> a couple of you are laughing now. But that's about my extent of Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Who is my favorite author, alive or dead? James didn't do a lot of reading in the newsroom um, <laughs> when he wasn't ghosting us, but with one of his ladies. I don't know. Well, pick an author. Dickens. Okay, sure. Yeah. This one, I, I did not know, but a little bit of uh, Twitter snooping, and I it might be... Um, hmm. Oh, I don't want to say this, because everyone can hear me. Todd Nahisi Coates. Michael Crichton is your favorite author of all time. I'm going to say Hemingway. Oh, that's the, very deep. Doesn't seem like a Hemingway guy, but maybe. Well, I'll say Hemingway. Hemingway. ta Coates. Uh, Crichton. Michael Crichton. You love the Michael Crichton. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> the correct answer is Michael Crichton. I've got basically every book he's ever written on my bookshelf. I can't get enough of it. A couple people said Ta-Nehisi Coates, which is a very good guess. He is my favorite living author, but my favorite of all time is Michael Crichton. We'll be right back. At Red Robin, we invite you to enjoy a meal with friends or to pull up with complete strangers if you don't have any. We have a saying, when you're here, you're family. Wait, that's Olive Garden. We have a saying, when you're here, you're friends. Eating burgers and stuff. Red Robin. Yum. Which critically acclaimed comedy do I not enjoy watching? A. Parks and Recreation. B. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. C. Scrubs. D. Arrested Development. I'm just going to go with Arrested Development because out of those four, that's the one I don't think you've watched. That is the one I have not watched. So. Uh, that would be Scrubs. You hate Scrubs. Quite a lot. An un unreasonable amount to you hate Scrubs. Uh, you do not enjoy watching Scrubs. Uh, I'm going to go with Scrubs, though. Okay. Although, yeah, I don't know. It's a shot. I've, I've never seen any of those and would never watch any of those. It's a shot in the dark for me on this one, so I'll just... I've never met anyone that really dislikes Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so... Same. Except for... I don't dislike I just don't but maybe, maybe James is the one guy that doesn't like no, B99. 
He's a delicate flower. Nine nine. You do not like scrubs, and you like other things that make you think that you should like scrubs, but you don't like scrubs. You and Adam used to argue about this, uh, see scrubs. Scrubs. The correct answer is scrubs. That show really sucks. That show really sucks. Hate it. Have never enjoyed it. Every time someone's like, just watch this episode, it'll change your mind. It never, ever does. I hate JD as a person. It actually has made me hate Zach Braff as a person. I cannot stand the show. We'll never watch it. Sorry, Shea Serrano. What is my favorite meat to eat? A good steak. Like a, a well-prepared filet mignon is hard to beat, so if it's not that, he's doing life wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm gonna say prime rib because we used to steal that shit at Inner Urban. What? Duck. I'll go with, I'll go, again, this is a shot in the dark, so I'll just go with lamb. Lamb okay. sounds fun. Uh, I, I really don't know, but, uh, I would, I would think that you probably appreciate a nice steak. I also appreciate a nice steak. You have tweeted about steak. I looked through your tweets to see if you had tweeted about other cuts of meat, and you had not really, so maybe it's steak. That would make sense. That would be a thing. Steak is good. I honestly don't know. Um, I want to go with fish. Fish of some sort. What is my favorite meat to eat? <laughs> my dick. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with fish. To my hot take. The correct answer is duck, uh, any kind of duck. Duck breast, especially duck hearts. If you haven't ever eaten the heart of an animal, <laughs> it is bursting with flavor and is a super distilled version of what that can taste like. Duck hearts are my all-time favorite thing, um, but just duck of any kind in any way, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, duck. Which band has topped my annual Spotify top played list every year they've released an album? A. Beach House. B. Churches.
see Lord Huron. D. Coldplay. Churches. Churches. I know that one. I'm, at least I think I know that one. And I was only... I don't know who that is, but I hear, I hear they play some music. You I didn't know who any of those bands were except for Coldplay. This one is a little tricky for me because I think I'm getting mixed up between Beach House and Churches. And I think with Beach House, what I'm thinking of is that you have all of their albums. Not that they were your top played. So I think it's Churches. Churches. Churches, or uh, because there's a V in there, is it like Javerches? It's it's probably just churches. I actually don't know, but I, I have heard of this band. I do know this band, so I just don't know how you say their name. And it's that one. It's churches or Javerches. You have horrible taste in music, um, which led me to which led me to B churches. Churches. The correct answer is churches. Kind of fell in love with them the very first time I heard them. Gotten to see them live a couple of times. Uh, I missed them the last time they were through town and it made me very, very sad. But every time they put out an album, I binge it and will listen to nothing else for at least a month. Uh, this last album I probably listened to 90% of the time for almost two and a half months. So Churches is my top. I was only a photographer at one non-sports event in college. Which event was it? I can't quite remember. I think possibly dance, ballet. Huh. Or, or like a fine arts or a play or something. Is this I'm ACL? I have no idea on the photographer question. I was going to say like a some sort of lecture because that's where we sent all our photographers the first time but it's probably not James probably wasn't an expiring photographer going out on his first assignment he's probably just yeah. the, the lone editor in the newsroom who they needed a photo of something so they sent him out for it I do not know which event this was and I know this wasn't in the state where you went to college but I do know that you took photos at Austin City Limits so I am going to say that it was Austin City Limits. I said Norman Music Festival. Norman Music Fest? A lot of people said Norman Music Fest. Uh, that was in the same city as the newspaper I was working at. 
So we had actual photographers who were much better at it go to that. Um, I did not get to go as a photographer. Went as a regular person, had a blast many times. With as much as I wouldn't shut up about it a while back, I'm kind of surprised that a few more of you didn't get it because I would not stop talking about when I took pictures at ACL. So the correct answer is Austin City Limits Music Festival. Uh, I went twice, took pictures both times, got to see some incredible bands, heard Beach House for the first time, uh, lots of other bands for the first time, lots of bands that were on my bucket list. Uh, it was great. The bonus question, what is my least favorite strategic decision ever made by Sam Presti, general manager of the Oklahoma City Thunder? James Harden. Yeah. Yep. The Harden trade, maybe. I only say maybe because uh, it's only the only thing you ever, ever, ever talk about. To trade James Harden for Red to Steven Adams, Jeremy Lamb. I can't believe that part's that trade. I know we argued it a lot drunk, you know, in 2013. Trading James Harden. My least favorite decision by Presti was the James Harden trade. Um, not anymore, but at the time. I would say that yours is also the James Harden trade. James Harden trade. I'm honestly surprised at anyone who did not get this correct because I will harp on this to the end of my days that trading James Harden was a massive mistake. Signing Serge Ibaka when the league was clearly going smaller ball and Serge Ibaka had sort of peaked within our system was an odd move. If we hadn't given Serge all that money, we could have given James what he was asking for and we could have had another run like the Spurs did uh, where he came off the bench, sure, but ended up playing starter minutes, a lot like what we're doing with a guy named Dennis Schroeder right now. If we had done that, we could have won a few championships, and I will never stop arguing that, ever. Brian knows. Finally, the tiebreaker question. Name at least two of my standard six Pokemon across all games. Well, I know two Pokemon. Pikachu and Julia. Those are the only ones I know. I believe Charizard, for sure. And then Kadabra slash Alakazam, and only slash because if you have a link cable and you can trade, of course, you can get Alakazam, but not always the case. Then my other four are basically ones that I usually play with, and I would hope that we think alike. So I'm going to say Gyarados, Graveler slash Golem, Sand slash, and Pikachu. 
Dragonite and Charizard. I don't know a lot about the Pokemon, so I don't even know what a standard six Pokemon is. You used to catch the Poke Points though. Yeah, but for like two weeks. So I'm gonna say he's a Charizard guy and a, uh, I don't know, Squirtle maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know a lot about Pokemon, but I did start looking through your Twitter feed for mentions of Pokemon. And I came up with Bulbasaur, Eevee, and Poplio. I hope that at least one of those <laughs> is the <laughs> correct answer. I have absolutely no idea. I'm an adult, mostly. I, I can guess maybe a Charizard and a Pikachu. I'm gonna go Gyarados and Butterfree. I actually expanded this one out to allow for about 10 correct answers because there are some Pokemon that I would use um, when I was fighting my way through the gyms that were replaced later on. Um, I was initially framing the question as sort of my, my final six but I would accept any one of those 10. My 10 I would accept as correct were Pikachu, Charizard, Kadabra, Dugtrio, Gyarados, Butterfree, Articuno, Eevee, Mewtwo, and Bulbasaur. All right, so now it's time to figure out who's gonna be in the friendly four. With nine points and half credit on the tiebreaker, Brian came in first. With eight points and a full tiebreaker, Jesse came in second. And then uh, we had a three-way tie for third, so we'll get back to that. With seven points plus a partial tiebreaker was Annalise. And with five points plus a partial tiebreaker was Jake. Uh, Jake and Annalise were the two lowest scores. Thank you so much for playing. You guys did amazing. But this is the end of your journey in uh, quiz friends yet to be officially titled, I suppose. So those three in the middle, Austin, Luke, and Max, all got seven points plus full tiebreakers. So um, I had to call an audible um, at 11.37 at night as I'm finishing this podcast out. So I texted each of them and I said, uh, what is my favorite Beatles album? Um, because if you don't count Magical Mystery Tour, they have 12 studio albums, so it was kind of like pick a number, but it you know was a little more skilled than that so austin said help max said sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band and luke said abbey road those are five eight and eleven in the beatles order respectively my favorite actually is a hard day's night which was their third album so i'm going to take the two closest which were austin and Max.
Sorry, Luke. You did an amazing job. Come back for the tournament next year. So those are our final four. Brian, Jesse, Austin, and Max. And uh, as always, may the best friend win. And thank you guys for listening. Red Robin. Yum. I, I hope that these answers will propel me into the next round. But if not, I have at least spent an evening doing a weird internet deep dive into the life of James Corley. So that's something too. <laughs> uh, miss you. Love you. Talk to you soon. All right. That's all I got. Mid best friend win. Okay. That's it. I think I did better than my last round. Bye. May the best friend, who is probably not one of us, win. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't offer a very happy birthday to Brian Henry. Happy birthday, buddy. This is for you. Welcome to Jurassic Park.